0: See,
1: I'm strong and daddy's so with my dad and Zogadi. So <laughs> I was that
0: bad. button. Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat, and mostly American.
1: Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can.
0: And here's their response. You're enjoying the hell out of that just making me wait on you to undo
3: this, aren't you? Maybe i This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty.
1: Yes,
2: if you didn't know who that was, that was country music legend Randy Travis during his naked DUI tape that came out yesterday. You're enjoying making
3: me do this, aren't you? Yeah, I was going to say, Randy is now his middle name. Naked is his first name. That's (laughs) Naked Randy Travis.
2: (laughs) Live from Studio C. C's in yours! A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey now, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Co-general
3: managers this morning, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station all week long, of course, and the Russian Olympic team. Sing along!
1: Enjoy it now,
3: because you're not going to hear it at the Winter Olympics. They've been banned, banned, banished, in the words of Shakespeare. The words say, it's very big and cold up here, and Putin is going to be president forever, apparently. God bless us. What the hell? Let's drink some vodka. Chakarone. Chakarone. Chakaron. That is correct. Those are the words. The beautiful Russian national anthem. So the Russians aren't going to be in the Winter Olympics coming up next month? There may be some Russian Olympics in it. I'm sorry. There may be some Russians in the Olympics. But they will be wearing some sort of weird neutral uniform. No anthem, no nothing. Something tells me Putin's going to say, no, no, you're not. No Russians.
2: That's disappointing, I guess, if you're some uh, like ice skating pixie and you want to be the best in the world and compete against the best and all that sort of stuff.
3: Sure, some bobsledder
2: or whatever. God, I love the Winter Olympics. Mm. Ain't going to be the same without the Russians.
3: Well, whose fault is that? Huh? (laughs) Why am I yelling at him? I don't know. Oh, my God. The the cheating, the state-sponsored cheating, astounding.
2: Yeah, but the Chinese are cheating like that, I assume. The East Germans
0: (laughs) (laughs) Germans are cheating like that. (laughs) I have some
2: shocking news for you, Jack, about East Germany. (laughs) Um, So there you go. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons. You know he's flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael.
1: Good. They are going to let Russians uh, come in and do some sledding, though, you know, with the saucers where you sit down on them and push you down the hill. <laughs> Have That's they added
3: hunt. saucer to the uh, yeah. <laughs> list of events? Fantastic. That's a good sled right there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I did. Uh, you know why it's such a good sled? Because it's easy to carry back up the hill. Oh, heck yeah. Steering, not so much. But uh, what are you going to do? Well, oh, you have no control over where you're going. Oh, no. No, trust me. <laughs> I, I remember my cousin
2: Craig crashing into a big uh, propane tank once in a <gasps> sled.
1: Ouch! Went backwards. <laughs> Bong! <laughs> that
3: had to hurt. Yeah. Sorry, Craig.
1: I was uh, wrapping presents yesterday, believe it or not, for Christmas. And I realized that this is the thing that I hate the most. I don't have the patience for it at all. And I try, you know, every year I say, okay, I'm going to wrap up something. I'm going to put a bow on and stuff like that. I start about halfway through, and I just don't have the patience. And it's just like soon it's just, it's covered. I don't care how it looks. It's just, <laughs> it's one of those things that just drives me crazy.
2: Yeah. yeah. We're not, we're not a household full of people that, uh,
3: that are very good at wrapping. No, no. My wife is tremendous. She could work at a store doing it. It's probably not very rewarding work. But in early on in our relationship, she took great delight in mocking me. And my wrapping uh, attempts. She's not a big mocker either, but. Mm. Mm, the great invention mm. of the gift bag. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's what yes. happens. Yeah.
2: Everybody
1: huge, wins. Huge
2: step forward. Right? Yes, exactly. Except the wrapping baker, paper companies. <laughs> there is Positive
1: Sean, whose smile lights up the room when he walks in. How are you, Sean? Positive Sean, helpful tip. I wrap everything in tinfoil. That's not a bad way Yeah, to it. it's easy to do. It. Uh, it's easy to spot my tree under the... Pr- hey, no, that's the one for me. Get the one in tinfoil. Yeah. That one's for me. Um, but uh, but yes, I believe the the weather has turned. I needed to make the uh, the annual trek to my closet to get my <laughs> second blanket. Wow! And uh, yeah, it's, I'm I'm fascinated by it's not a it's not some bear skin right like this isn't some sort of yeti fur that's specifically designed to help me in the cold, but just a second blanket, approximately the same size as the first blanket. Layered on top of it, and all of a sudden, it's like I'm in a fiery cave. (laughs) Mm. It's beautiful. It's warm. Mm. It's like a a cocoon. Do you ever go electric blanket? No, no. No. I I used to when I was a kid, and uh, my grandma used to have those, and I was fascinated by it.
2: Yeah, I know most because we we introduced one to the house, and my wife, I don't think had ever had an electric blanket growing up in California her whole life. And she thought it was just awesome. And my kids oh, are just yeah. amazed by it. And when I was a kid, everybody in the family had an electric blanket. There was no way you were going to live through the night without it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I
3: slept over the garage in Chicago in the wintertime, and it was cold, man. Cold. There was frost on the inside of our windows. Oh, heck yeah. In my bedroom. <laughs> Growing up in a single pane <laughs> leaking, you Ooh, couldn't keep geez. a candle lit in my bedroom. <laughs> it was tough, man.
1: Oh. Growing up in an environment where the elements can actually kill you is got to be a different growing up experience. Mm. I, I never had that. Um, also, yeah, you can have uh, four or five toasty people in your house without
2: having the furnace blasting all night long, too. So. Radio, uh, of course. Then when you get up in the morning, your feet touch the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> Right. there's marshall phillips who does our news every day how are you marshall i'm
0: doing very well are we are we now ready uh, michael are you ready for my cue all right hit it <laughs> times 2017 person of the year is Nobody steve harvey cares. <laughs> a collective group the silence breakers yeah The people who've spoken out against sexual harassment, including movements like hashtag me too. Well, I've been complaining about this for 30 years, but uh, the whole
2: uh, thing rather than person as a person of the year has always (laughs) made me crazy. But if you're going to open up the category to like an idea or or a group of people, this (laughs) is a good one. This is a good idea because obviously this has been huge and, and maybe culture changing forever.
3: The fact that it's not Donald J. Trump is is a stretch. Well, if I you're going to go
2: with person right. of the year and make it a person, right. there's no way it's not Donald Trump. Right. right. But as stretches go,
3: this is not too stretchy. Right.
1: Right. I believe he is the first runner up. So if oh, there's great. something where the, the voiceless are unable <laughs> right. to perform their duties, yes. he Donald will Trump step will step in
3: right. in their place. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be happy yeah. to voice for them. Well, he
2: told Time a couple of weeks ago he refused to participate. So I think he might have been person of the year until he said, I'm not going to, I'm not doing, I'm not posing for your pictures. He was
1: butthurt. They were butthurt hurt yeah they dropped him yeah. yeah yeah sports illustrated contacted me for their body mag issue too but i was too busy to do that <laughs> uh i'm jack armstrong he's joe
2: getty on this it is wednesday december 6th the year 2017 we are armstrong and getty the armstrong and getty show so all
3: right, right.
2: I, I read a funny text right while i was talking <laughs> well, that's that was a bad idea at least
3: you were entertained <laughs> all right let's begin the show officially now according to fcc rules and regulations here we go at mark something will happen when i become the president As soon as I take office, I will begin the process of moving the United States ambassador to the city Israel as chosen as its capital.
0: Jerusalem will remain the capital
3: of Israel, and it must remain undivided.
2: So there you go. You got George Bush and Barack Obama campaigning on that. Then when Trump actually does it, oh my God, the world comes to a stop. Everybody's hair is on fire. How dare he? Is he crazy? By the way, every president since 93 or whatever has said they were going to do that. Yeah. Um, What are our headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, we got a
0: wall of flames still in Southern California. President Trump's Middle East moves, as you just mentioned, and the Weinstein complicity
3: machine.
0: Bribes, threats, and treachery.
3: Yeah. Stories coming up, 635, Armstrong and Getty. He was an evil, well, is an evil, evil man. Yeah, actually, was beloved by many in politics because he gave him money,
2: spending millions to keep his rape lifestyle going. Something. Uh, How's mailbag look? Oh, it's very good, very good. Uh, Some
3: striking contrasts of opinion.
2: Perspective. We probably do a Warrior Foundation Freedom Station uh, update on where we are. I'd like to know where we are as we head toward 300,000 this week. And
3: I want to make sure our early risers understand what we're doing, too, because we've, we've kind of held off till later in the show. Yeah, before, and, we, and y'all are the go-getters. Y'all oh, are the, yeah. the achievers, the... The earners, the drivers of the American economy. You ever listen in the 9 o'clock hour, how much slower we
2: talk and how much simpler the topics are? (laughs) Oh,
3: yeah, we actually have a list of words we can use during the 9 o'clock hour because those people are so simple. (laughs) (laughs) But you, the 6 a.m. listener, don't you hate it when a dog bites you? That (laughs) is like the 9 o'clock hour.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Yes, Christmas man. Yeah, a lot of fire, hot, food, good. Yeah. So, hey, listen, uh, Zero Res, going to clean your carpets before everybody gets there for the holidays. So your house looks fantastic. And Zero Res, the best carpet cleaner around. We love them. Or, you know, maybe your family are a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, beasts. And then you're going to call Zero Res after they leave to get your carpets clean, your tile and grout and your hardwood. Carpet cleaning
2: right now for the low price of $33 per room. Then get a gift card for a free quick quack car wash. Now you got free car- a clean carpets and a clean vehicle to go pick up your loved ones at the airport. And well, bring them to oh, your clean house. All coming together. Oh. I love
3: it. Here's all you have to do. Just dial pound 250 and say zero res. That'll never work. That doesn't seem like it would work. No, but I it think does. it does though, yeah. You dial
2: pound 250 and say zero res and you're connected. Pretty cool.
3: Yeah, or if you want, just go to the website, ZeroResSacramento.com. Remember, there's a Z at each end of ZeroRes, ZeroResSacramento.com. Hey, here's another upside for the carpet cleaning specifically. Your carpets dry way, way faster than the other guys. You don't have two days to wait around for your carpets to be soaking wet. Go to ZeroResSacramento.com. News at the top and bottom of the hour, on the dial at 1530
2: a.m. Now traffic from the Talk 650 KSTE Exergen Traffic Center. I just saw an ad on TV for a movie called Just Getting Started. It's with a bunch of old actors, Tommy Lee Jones, Morgan Freeman, out having fun, like drinking and playing
3: golf and doing huh. something. Another one of those. Another
2: huh? one of those. That's what I was going to say. With our aging population, is that what we're going to ha- now have? A whole bunch of old people's spring break movies? Old women, old men running around, and partying it up. Right, right. Trying to, late, to relate to our
3: aging country. Couple of men, uh, men movies. A couple of woman movies. Some with old men and old women going out and tying one on. Great. I've been part of those jaunts. All right, golf trips, etc. There's no point in making a movie of them. It's a, there's nothing to be proud of. You're not recapturing anything. You're just. It's terrible. <laughs> <clears throat> Mailbag. Oh. <laughs> What? We're going to start here. Kevin in Carrollton, Texas. We already have a national show. Listening to the stories from the Warrior Foundation's founder on Monday's show. Yes, I'm a thieving bastard who listens to the podcast, and I feast upon your tears. That's a little cold, Kev. Seriously. Uh, rang very true to this old jarhead. Very reserved. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. To an outsider. But opening up once trust was earned. Proud to have once served in the likes of those Marines. And thanks for letting me know of another worthy charity. He's talking about Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Another note on that. Well, we got all sorts of emails like this one from Ray. Uh, cannot thank you and Warrior Foundation enough on behalf of our brave service members, etc. Um, you see, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is um, its this incredible organization that serves guys and gals who have been terribly injured or suffering from post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury or transitioning to civilian life, or rehabbing for years, and they are there for them in ways that will bring a tear to your eye and pride to your patriotic heart, and nobody draws a salary. Not a penny is wasted. These people are just patriots, and it's a wonderful organization, and we want you to give as generously as you can at armstrongandgettyradio.com. You cannot believe the miracle. They are saving lives every day at Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Armstrongandgettyradio.com. There's a big banner. Click on it and go. Okay. All right. More on that to come. We'll do an update soon. Yeah, we do. Yeah, absolutely. We should. Um, uh, Chris, frequent correspondent Chris writes Anton Hansen Bueller. Joe, I clearly heard you refer to somebody named Hansen. I swore Jack said Anton twice before. Guess I got that wrong. Anyway, it'll come out someday or it won't. Listen, there's no point in tap dancing around this. We, we have hired an executive producer. His name is Sven Anton Hansen Hansenpansen. He's from um, Finland or somewhere. And, uh, and we haven't picked out a nickname for him. And so, you know, sometimes we call him Anton, sometimes Hansen, uh, sometimes Sven. So, uh, I don't know. We'll talk about him later, maybe. Nickname reminds me. We got this funny joke in the house. I don't even remember how it
2: started on how we call Mom Beans. Beans? Beans? <laughs>
3: What the hell? Hard <laughs> fart primary. Wait a minute. No, no. The origins, everything we need to know. No, I, I it's the only thing we would need to know. I don't quite
2: remember how it exactly started, but we just thought, uh, somehow it came up the idea, wouldn't that be a hilarious nickname for somebody? And you tell people, like if I told people, this is my wife, but everybody calls her Beans. Yes. And you don't say why. Right. <laughs> Oh, my God, it's perfect. I know. I'm like a hungry dog over here.
3: Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. That's
2: the best ever nickname you don't explain. God, that's great. (laughs) For somebody who seems to be like an upstanding, you know, productive citizen. Right. This is my wife, but everybody calls her
3: Beans. God, that's hilarious. (laughs) We've why my dad beans too? Why, why do you why do you call her beans? Listen, I gotta go.
2: Well, so, I'll get back to you. it's a long
3: story,
1: it's right? Nice. Not worth That's getting into. That's why you put man. it on the person who doesn't have the no. Go ahead, you you tell the story better. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Soren uh, writes a bull ass horse ass Joe. After we heard the horse horse ass with a twist of lemon, I should have had you get that ready, Sean. My fault. Can you come up with that the the Don Lemon pile of horse ass uh, quote that we love so much? Uh, after we heard the horse-, horse ass with a twist of lemon on CNN, a question came to me. Can you cover the difference between bull ass, horse ass, and chicken bleep? Ooh. Is that original thing? How about the humble pig? Well, Jack's from far- farm country, so he's you know, far more authoritative than me on the topic. But bull ass and horse ass, uh, in terms of language, uh, mean more or less the same thing. Sure. Few presidents go out and sling over racial code words like that. Few right, presidents but that's not go what are talking about. And crap on the dignity no, and is- legacy.
1: That's That's too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll
3: find. Um. So, uh, and both bull ass and horse ass are reasonably pleasant. Yeah, well, they're not
2: awful. If we had some in here, we'd be able to do the the job. Where if you have a bunch of chicken ass, you don't want to be around that. That's
3: disgusting. Oh, and pig pig poo is no treat. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, the humble pig, Mm. delicious. They say it's intelligent. But unfortunately it's more in it's more delicious than it is intelligent not a, not <laughs> smart enough to escape my clutches apparently. since so she goes out and she tries to bury people in an avalanche of of horror every day. You know, the day will come soon when we can use that word on the air and I'll be happier. That may, m- might make me a bad person. I don't know, perhaps it does, but I will enjoy it. The name Ezra, Jack said he hadn't heard the Ezra the name Ezra. Oscar writes, so a god-fearing man like yourself does not recognize this name. It's from the Bible. Mm. The the Bible, the Bible, Mister President. I went ahead and checked in Ezra, as I had not really remembered his act. He was some sort of prophet, uh, as the uh, Israelis were getting freed up from the uh, Babylonians, I believe. And he went back to Israel and he said, "Quit marrying non-Jews," which is really kind of an interesting claim to fame. We were looking at the end of the year list of most popular
2: boys and girls names. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, biblical names always huge, even as we get more and more secular. Less church-going, Bible names are big. Isn't that interesting?
3: Right. What does that mean? And the popularity of really old-timey names was striking. I mean, they were were probably torn from the 1905 most popular names list, so that was interesting. Uh, Sometimes Jack sounds like Chicken Little, writes John. Really needs to stop consuming so much news and equivalent media. I know you guys have to, but... What's reported in the news is a distorted artificial picture of reality skewed toward the sensational. What topic are we talking about? That's how they sell the product, as you guys have often noted. Um, he's talking about the tearing apart the fabric of America, the FBI, etc. Et oh cetera. no, I'm, I stand by that one. I got more evidence today. That well, is that. That is a serious problem. Do you now? Do you? John would have written if he was standing here. He went on to say, "Just remember that J. Edgar Hoover was the director of the FBI for 48 years, including its predecessor agency, and that guy was literally an unindicted criminal.
2: That doesn't have anything. a to, crazy person. That doesn't have anything to do with the tearing apart of America, though. Everybody believed in the FBI, even while you had this corrupt guy running it." What I'm concerned about is nobody believing in any of these institutions. So last night I'm watching MSNBC once again and Fox. I go over to Brian Williams where they're doing their former FBI agents in tears about the good men and women they've worked with and how important their work is and how brave and honorable they all are. And Brian Williams saying it's just such a sad day to see the president attacking this great institution. I flip over to Fox to watch Tucker Carlson have a former FBI whatever on. Tucker Carlson talking about how this is how the
3: secret police begins in countries. (laughs) Honest to God. Exactly. And and, and The the federal law enforcement agency enforcing the political will of the rulers.
2: And the former law enforcement dude saying, if you're not scared tonight, you should be. Wow. Every American in this country should be frightened of the FBI. Yeah. So you got those two completely different views. Teary-eyed, this is a great institution, how dare the president attack it. Oh my God, you should be scared returning into the Soviet Union. That's a problem. Yes. That is a serious problem. And, and everybody's just taking in their side of it. Most people aren't watching both like I am. Most people are watching one or the other right. and thinking that's the whole story. It's, that's troubling. What if neither are true or both? I think we're closer to both than yeah. neither, yeah. based on the information that's coming out this week. Well, that's some chilling S right there.
3: Uh, let's see so, so your uh, chicken little things are not nearly as bad as you say then there's Ray with Russia playing psyops with our institutions China owning our manufacturing industry educational system tearing down our traditions and convincing our young people everything about our nation is evil we are setting ourselves up for a defeat in any future war if the Russians start pressuring the bloated socialist, pressuring the bloated socialist nations in Europe, the Chinese keep gaining power. That will never happen. Uh huh. Ask all those who died in WW1, and WW2. They didn't think that would happen either.
2: Yeah, I'm worried about a national crisis like a military conflict. And this time, for the first time in U.S. history, everybody doesn't rally around the commander in chief and pull
3: the same direction. They, do, they don't believe this or that. I'd had intended on ending on a substantially lighter note than that, but I'm afraid we're out of time. How about that nickname, Beans? That was funny, huh? Marshall on the way on the
2: Armstrong and Getty show.
3: And it's the My parents are coming to town to hang out for the holidays. Judy says, "Hey, on that Friday." We should uh, go uh, wine tasting at Oak Farm Vineyards sure. with your mom and dad. No, there's a great idea. I right thought, now. I'm in! Yep, Oak Farm Vineyards, unbelievable wine. It's in Lodi, <laughs> where all those wonderful gropes, uh, gropes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've harassed the Hashtag audience. me too! Uh, <laughs> where all those wonderful grapes are grown. Wonderful, wonderful wine, but completely unpretentious. If you're a complete beginner, go to Oak Farm Vineyards, taste, they're open seven days a week. And it's one of those kind of places where
2: you got, uh, you got mom... The the, the 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 matriarch of the family hanging around in the tasting room
3: a lot of time with amazing stories and a great personality. Oh, I love Dorothy. She's a hoot. Love the whole family. They've become good friends. But, hey, listen, Oak Farm Vineyards. Uh, just go to oakfarmvineyards.com. Get some really nice wine to give people for the holidays. They will be knocked out. Seriously, if you're a wine freak, you're going to love Oak Farm. And, again, if you're a beginner, you're going to learn. You're going to taste. It's a beautiful setting. Bring the family. Go to oakfarmvineyards.com for info. Oakfarmvineyards.com. <laughs>
2: So did you see that the biggest star in the association... That exists for national basketball. Mm. The NBA. Uh, Steph Curry is out for a couple of weeks. Hurt his ankle. Yeah, busted up his ankle. And, and back when he was a young man, I had dismissed him early on because he he couldn't stay on the court. It's always his ankles. Mm-hmm. I hope this isn't the beginning of more of that.
3: I watch an NBA game. The guy's leaping up in traffic constantly. I can't believe there aren't like three broken ankles every single game. Yeah. And they all got feet like gunboats, too. So <laughs> it's, it's a miracle
0: there's not more of it. Yeah. Let's get the news now with Marcia Phillips. Yeah, well, we got three major wildfires in Southern California burning out of control, now covering more than 70,000 acres and growing this morning. The biggest is the Thomas Fire. That's in Ventura County. That one's burned about 55,000 acres. The flames in that fire actually jumped the 101 freeway last night and got to the ocean. number of homes and businesses destroyed or damaged by that fire approaching 200. Mike Connors' home was destroyed in that fire, and he says... While he was fighting it, the hydrants went dry.
2: I was here on the roof with the host, and I saw the uh, there's five fire trucks that started leaving, and obviously worried, you know, what's going on. And I ran down and stopped the last one, and he said that the fire hydrants had run dry.
3: You know, they're saying this is behaving a lot like the, the fires in the North uh, Bay Area. Yeah. Um, the winds are just so hard and fast, and, and it's growing. It's just nightmarish proportions right. and moving with with, you know, terrifying speed.
0: President Trump is going to, today, recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, breaking from decades of U.S. policy, despite strong warnings from Arab and European allies and risking potentially violent protests in the region.
2: Well, breaking from policy by actually saying, by actually doing it, not breaking from policy by wanting to do it. It's It's been the U.S. policy for since the early '90s, they
3: well, just nobody's ever followed through on it, right? And and he said, okay, now we're actually going to do it, yep. which is just again saying he's going to do it. So we'll see if it actually happens. I, I have a feeling it will. I have my analysis coming up in a couple of minutes. If you want it, um, y- y- you watch the news. It's just, it's just, you got one guy jabbers this, the other guy jabbers that, and then they move on. And there's just no, there's no effort to help you understand what's going on. You're going to bring us understanding? I I hope to. Depth? And what you're going to understand right. in depth mm. is that the place is effed up and always will be. How about breadth? Bre- I'm, I'm counting on you for that. <laughs> oh. And
0: to nobody's surprise, this news just coming in, Vladimir Putin declares his intention to seek re-election as Russia's president. Rupert. Run against him at your own risk. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. It, wow, you'd think
2: Hillary
3: got beat up during the election.
2: It's just, it's amazing that that ruse continues to work over and over in countries around the world. That d- dictators continue to pretend to have elections, oftentimes getting 100% of the vote. Yeah. Well, well they're
0: very popular. Why?
2: Why? Why? Why do you need to do that? Who is it for? Exactly. Right. Who is it to to, to convince? <laughs> right. I mean,
3: the entire free world is looking at it and just rolling their eyes and saying, you're you're ridiculous. Their citizens know what's going on. Right. What What is it? Like, you know, Putin does stuff like that all the time. That is people know what's going on. We know what's going on. But they go through this charade for the point of I don't know what point, but they all do it. Speaking of the Russians. I mean, had- if, if, for instance, you got some African dictator been serving for 38 years he got 100 wives and 6 million children right he's looting the country everybody's starving but him everybody knows it and he's doing all that and then he has an election okay all right that's scenario number one scenario number two he does all the aforementioned and doesn't doesn't bother holding election what's different what happens different in that scenario i don't know
0: i don't think anything The International Olympic Committee banning the Russian Olympic team from the 2018 Winter Games in South Korea. The uh, yesterday's decision is in response to what the IOC is calling the systemic manipulation of the anti-doping system in Russia. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's the athletic
2: way. But the Olympics are ruined now. How long will it be before we have all the major countries participating again? It could be a while. Yeah, it could be a couple of cycles. Which, in the Olympics, would be a long time.
0: Yeah, Yeah. the the Russian athletes that have no record of doping violations will be invited to compete under the name Olympic Athlete from Russia. That (laughs) will be what (laughs) they're competing under. An offer. (laughs) An offer. We've got new details about the lengths that disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein went to over decades to keep him clear of accusations of sexual misconduct and assaults. The New York Times is reporting... How agents and managers across Hollywood would send actresses to meet him alone at hotels and then advise them to stay quiet when things went wrong. God, that's incredible. More than one agent telling a client that's just Harvey being Harvey. Now, Jody Kantner, who co-wrote the story, says Weinstein built a network of compliant enablers to get what he wanted. He drafted and tainted other people, some of whom knew what was going on, some of whom didn't. Weinstein gathered ammunition, turned to old allies, and dispensed favors and money to his enablers to keep his misdeeds out of the headlines.
2: Man, you talk about being cynical. That's a cynical town, Hollywood.
3: Well, i tell you what, yeah. You're just going with the, that's eh, just the way it is. You yeah. want to
0: make motion
2: pictures.
3: I don't care if you're in a rock and roll band or you want to be an actor or, or maybe your kid's really pretty and you want to get them into show business. Just keep in mind, there is no human decency. The, the milk of human kindness doesn't exist. You, they will be used like a like a, a tool and thrown away dirty. Just know what you're getting into. Yet, and by the way, don't get your kids into show business. Yet movies like La La Land right. last year, right. you
2: know, continued to be made and people love them. Just the, the dreamy story of some girl from the Midwest showing up in Hollywood and becoming a star against all the odds. Getting raped by the guy who controls the town, and everybody hushing it up because he controls them also is a more accurate story. So he makes needs to make that version of La La Land. She shows up in town. She gets raped by Harvey Weinstein. Everybody involved keeps it
0: quiet. <laughs> including her agent. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong Getty Show, the voice of the West. That's something.
2: I guess we just want that as part of our folklore or want that to be true so much, the
3: version of Hollywood that we th- thought was out there or think is out there. Well, you can get glamour and fame and wealth and marry somebody beautiful and live in a gorgeous house on the hill if you're the one in, you know, a million. And willing to be raped. Yeah. Or at least to risk it, yeah. yeah. That's something. Okay, how about an uh,
2: update on Warrior Foundation Freedom Station? Let's talk about something good and yes, honorable and please. making the world a better place. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. This happened to me, a dramatic reenactment. You're looking at some grainy black and white footage of me walking into my bathroom in <clears throat> slow motion. <throat> I flushed the toilet. Then I look it over at the drain in my bathtub. When I flushed the toilet, the toilet water came out of the drain in the bathtub. It has actually happened to me. Man, I'd rather be possessed by
3: demons than have that happen. It's pretty awful. And Bell Brothers will fix that for you with their drain clear. Yeah, the Rooter Service Special $87 drain clear. Get it going and flowing again, no problem. $87, that's pretty cheap to have somebody come out and do that. And then... To make sure there's nothing really hinky going on down below, they will uh, do a free camera inspection of your pipes. Awesome. It's usually $250 because it takes a while. They got special equipment. It's expensive, blah, blah, blah. But they'll do it for free to see what's going on down there. And trust me, you're better off knowing sooner than later. So Give them a call,
2: 444-1234. You do it online at thinkbellbrothers.com. Point
1: one.
3: Some news out of Washington. Uh, Robert Mueller issued a subpoena to Deutsche Bank for documents on its relationship with President Trump. Trump couldn't believe
2: it. He said, I thought it was pronounced douche bank.
3: (laughs) It was funny. That's why I joined.
2: Uh, We probably ought to talk about that story at some point, so perhaps we will. Fake Um, news. There's an update in the uh, bikini barista story, that legal fight, whether or not you can have a coffee shop with uh, uh, barely clad or not clad hotties serving coffee. Teat. The bosoms of justice are heaving today, Jack. The arc of swinging bosoms is long, but it bends toward justice. <laughs> as Martin Luther King Jr. once more or less said. More or less. Um. Yes. Yeah, that was a low moment for me right there. I, I loved it. Um, I loved it. That was highbrow, lowbrow, which is my favorite kind of <laughs> yeah, humor. I've seen lower. <laughs> that's true. That is highbrow, lowbrow. Yeah, just a interesting combo pleases no
3: one. It's like if a manual Kant <laughs> walks into the room and makes a fart noise. It's just, it's just, it's wonderful. <laughs> so, what do you want to talk about? You I want to-, want to do an update. Oh, that's right,
2: because this is a big week for us. Raising money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. We've only been doing it for not even a full 48 hours yet. And our total currently stands at
3: $87,767. Yes! Yes! Oh, my God! You can't imagine the good that's going to do. You just can't even comprehend the the guys and gals that's going to serve, the lives it's going to save, the prosthetics it's going to buy, and wheelchairs, and the counseling, and the post traumatic stress it's going to, you can't believe the good you're doing.
2: We need our first mini goal. They call me mini goal. Uh, Can we hit 100 grand by eight o'clock? Eight o'clock? We only need $13,000. Oh, it's very aggressive. I say yes. 100 grand, six figures by 8 o'clock. Our first mini goal. Because that's pretty good.
1: Now we're on our way to 300 grand in theory. It's a tidy sum, Mr. Bigglesworth. (laughs) I was doing more of the Austin Powers thing that you were doing.
3: Gotcha. That's good. (laughs) Moly, moly, moly,
1: moly. Oh,
3: Sue. Right. Okay. Go to com If you can spare $10, do it. If this country's been great to you, and you're feeling good you're 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 financially secure if you can spare a grand 5 grand 10 grand we've had whales come in spouting and sounding <laughs> and, and and donate you know five figures yeah um Do it. You will never regret a dime of that. You will not, especially the more you learn about Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. You'll be so glad you did it. Speaking of finances, so uh,
2: it would appear that the Mueller investigation is getting into Donald Trump's finances. Now, I saw a heavyweight. Or is it? I saw, I think it is. Or is it? An awful lot of news organizations are are reporting that it is. Um, Among them, the Wall Street Journal. But uh, I did see one heavyweight on Brian Williams last night. Brian Williams is the he does the show that is uh, we all need to band together and huddle together and try to live through these dark
3: times. show right. they're selling commercials with fear on MSNBC. I get the feeling they believe it, but I, you know, who knows? Mm, I don't know. But they're talented professionals; they can sell you.
2: But anyway, that's a, that's good, good, good setting for this because the guy said because he he's a, he's one of those people, former prosecutor involved in this and that. He said this could be a big deal, he said, but if you whenever you've got a, um, a a subject, one of the first things you do, he said, I'm not surprised. He said it is completely unsurprising, this breaking news that Mueller has looked into the main bank that has been financing the Trumps for years. He said this first thing you do is you get tax records and financial records for people whenever you're doing any investigation. That's the first thing you do, no matter what it is, because sure. it tells their life story. So he said it's completely unsurprising. And Brian Williams said, does that mean that you think Bob Mueller has Trump's taxes sitting right there on his desk? And he said, oh, yeah, most certainly, like, within a week of him taking over this, that's what you do. That's mm. just part of the thing. It doesn't mean what comes out of it. I can't tell you, but that's right. just what you do.
3: It's not in answer to discovery that, oh, my God, there's financial malfeasance right. here. exactly. It's uh, de rigueur. It's, uh, it's yeah. uh,
2: so a, it could be. It absolutely could be. I mean, maybe they'll find out that Putin was, you know, sending a check of ten million dollars once a week to the Trumps during the campaign, I'd have, yeah. or vice versa. Uh, but I don't. I don't know. But the existence of looking into the bank records doesn't mean anything yeah. other than they're do, doing what they always do.
3: So the person's financial records tell the story of their life. Yeah. What What would your financial records say? What would your headline be? Mine would be. This guy buys medium, then he buys XL, then he buys medium, then he buys XL. What's his story? (laughs) Are there two guys or one? Nah, just a bit of a yo-yo dieter. Mine would say,
2: you buy the same items at work from your vending machine every single day. You ever consider buying in bulk and saving yourself a lot of money? Yeah, they're quadruple the price at work. Or do you think tomorrow you're not going to want those?
3: (laughs) (laughs) He's like a tiger. He just realizes he's hungry and hunts for prey. <laughs> oh, speaking of it, test of wills last night. Me and my new dog, Baxter. It was a day of highs and lows. Number one, we finally encountered another dog on the walk, and he'd shown a little uh, hostility toward other dogs. He was a champ, complete champ on the leash. Just told him to heal, kept him close, and he he'd like, huh? but he kept walking. He was great. It's fabulous. Oh, I was so relieved and happy. He's just a good dog. Um, But then at night, it was time to go to bed, time to get in his kennel, and he would not do it. He would not go in there. And uh, so I thought, all right, let's run through the checklist. Something wrong with the kennel? Is there like a a foot-long sore rat in there or something? No, it looks all clear. All right, he was just out five minutes ago. Maybe he's decided he needs to poop. So we went out one more time. Turned out you needed to poop. Turned out I needed to poop. So I squatted there in the bushes, (laughs) then I I kicked some leaves (laughs) over it, and then we came back... Back inside um and <laughs> i stood there and uh i ordered him in he wouldn't go in and i grumbled i'm not happy with you right now i really am not happy and i might i turned my back on him and oh, i said we're not friends anymore <laughs> sorry and then so finally I, I gave it to him again and he went three quarters of the way in i shoved him the rest of the way in and got him in but i had decided i i said to judy god if he doesn't go in i mean i gotta go to bed soon it's already half an hour past when i usually go to bed I said, if he doesn't go to bed soon, I'm going to take his collar off so we don't hear his uh, tags of jingling, and we'll just see how it goes with him out in the house. I don't imagine he'll do anything anyway. But then I realized, no, wait a minute. Dogs are like kids. They're trying to see, can they get over? And I thought, no, I'm going to stand here all night next to this kennel, ordering him into the kennel till he's in the damn kennel. And I won! I won! <laughs> Bow to my will, four-legged beast! Are you, uh, and then wa- I pray, to me, you're a good boy, I'm so proud of you, you're a good little
2: boy. Are you walking more with a dog? Because that's what they say, is people who own dogs walk
3: more. Yeah, yeah, I'm walking more. Because you I'm, have to. I'm not ellipticaling, so Judy and I will have to come up with a, uh, some, she's got the uh, cold and feels bad, but um, we'll have to come up with a shift, because i got to get my hard cardio in, my poor, my poor beleaguered heart, my black, bitter heart, but, so uh, we're getting to know each other, it's fun though, he's a good boy.
2: So coming up in a few minutes, there is a uh, literacy crisis in California. Aurelia hadn't noticed. And it stands out in the nation as just being amazing. Um, And what this means about public schools and and, and, all kinds of different stuff. So stay tuned for that story.
3: Well, you know, it's funny. uh, We were talking about various third world uh, dictators and fake elections and the rest of it. You got a nation of what? Thirty-seven million people. Is that what they're saying these days? One party is in control, can do anything it wants. You got rampant illiteracy, open borders. It's just it's chaos. Giant governmental theft and waste. Phony boondoggle projects.
2: So uh, yeah, Johnny can't read. California. Bobway. That's no, that didn't work. I'll just
3: stick with we'll stick with Corruptiform.
2: You got time to work on it? Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, go to ArmstrongandGettyradio.com to donate to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty show.